sometimes the thing that gets us the most stuck is just not knowing where to start. I can't tell you how many countless hours I have just sat there thinking about what the best approach would be for both my personal Instagram strategy on my account at Katie Steckley and also the Instagram strategy for my business, Creatorly Media. Today, I really wanted to walk you through the strategy that I have eventually established for my creative agency, Creatorly Media, so that hopefully instead of feeling stuck, you can start this year with an already planned out for you strategy feeling confident about your next steps to grow your business's account on Instagram. So welcome back to the Creator Club podcast, everybody. I'm very excited to be sharing this with you today because I've gotten a lot of requests lately for some more content about how to craft a strategy for a business brand online. I know a lot of what I share is kind of my own personal experience with building a personal brand. And I know a lot of y'all listening um, have personal brands too, but I think it can be helpful to get the perspective um, for some of y'all who have a business that you're just trying to develop a solid brand for across social media. And today in particular, we're going to talk about Instagram and my approach to creating content that feels authentic and fits with the current format which I think really lean towards the more real, raw and authentic kind of vibe, you know, reels and stories and how we do that as a team so that Creatorly Media doesn't just become another version of my own personal brand. I've been trying to be very intentional about having it be its own distinct brand. So we're going to talk about that a little bit in today's episode. But before we get into all the juicy stuff, I want to say a massive thank you to this week's reviewer of the week. So this week's review is titled Realistic and Easy to Listen, and it is from Carjan4 on Apple Podcasts. And the review reads, found you on YouTube and was so happy to hear you also have a podcast. Thanks for making content that's realistic and relatable. You take all the scary parts out of social media and content creation. Well, thank you so much for that super kind review. It means a lot to me to hear that I can make this whole world of creating content and turning that into a business online a little less intimidating because I've uh, truly found so much joy and satisfaction pursuing that as my career. And so I'm just happy to be able to make it a little bit more accessible and a little bit less scary for all of you listening. So Thank you so much for that kind review. And if you listening have not yet left a review on the Creator Club podcast, I would really, really appreciate it. One of the best ways that you can support the show is leaving us a review or a rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Or if you don't listen on either of those platforms, if you want to just take a screenshot of your podcast player and post it on your Instagram story and make sure you tag me at Katie Steckley. You can also tag the business at Creatorly Media because I always love to see who's listening. All right. So with introductions out of the way, let's dive right into it. I want to talk through how you can go about developing a strategy for your business account, figuring out your goals, figuring out your content. Let's talk about it all. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. 
Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or one million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. So going into a new year, it was important for me thinking about the creatorly media strategy that I took a bit of a step back and just really thought about who we as a team are creating content for, like who truly is our target audience. I think when you've been a content creator for a while, or if you've been kind of in the midst of of doing your marketing for your business for a while, you might feel like you've already sort of accomplished this step. Like chances are you've probably thought about who your ideal follower is, who your target customer is. So you maybe feel like you don't need to revisit that. But honestly, I think you'd be surprised just how often you need to really rethink this and kind of go back to basics and really remind yourself about who you want to reach. Because as time goes by and things change in your life and business, your audience might need to grow and change with you. One thing we really noticed about Creatorly is that from our kind of early stages of marketing is that we were mostly only creating content for sort of beginner content creators, which is definitely one side of our business, right? As like we offer tips and advice and audits and like services for people and businesses who are sort of unfamiliar with social media strategy and content creation who are quite new to it. And so I think that was fair, but I, I, in my sort of reevaluation of our own strategy, I realized that we were probably leaning a little bit too much into the complete 101 basics because we sort of realized that a big core of our actual customers, when I was starting to think about like who are our current clients and what sort of stage are they at, it kind of dawned on me that, oh, like a big chunk of our target audience is actually quite established creators who kind of know what they're doing around the 101 basics. Like obviously they've, they've been doing it for a while. They've built up a base audience and now they're looking to outsource in order to save time. So we kind of had two different camps there in terms of our beginners who really need a lot of help in terms of the strategy and the expertise and maybe they have a lot of time but they don't have the knowledge and so we can provide the knowledge through our various audits like we do Instagram audits, TikTok audits, YouTube audits, all of that stuff. And then we also do strategy sessions, you know, where we sit down together and really like plot out, okay, this is the content we can make so that you can grow. So that's sort of serves people who maybe have the time to create their own content, but they need help with the knowledge. But then we have our other side of our potential, you know, target audience that has the knowledge because they've obviously built an audience for themselves, but what they don't have now is the time. And so we serve them by providing a lot of our more hands-on services. Like we edit YouTube videos, we edit podcasts, we um, create Instagram content. And you know, that's a very collaborative process in terms of the strategy with some of our more established clients. But the point that I'm getting around here too is like, we sort of realized me and the team when we were thinking about the strategy behind our marketing in this new year, that we had these two different types of target audiences. We have, you know, target audience A that has the time, but not the knowledge. And then we have target audience B that has the knowledge, but not the time. 
And of course there's people kind of on a spectrum in between there, but that's kind of the two main categories. And really in our marketing, we were only targeting people that have the time, but not the knowledge. And I think in some ways that type of content and that type of marketing is easier to do because for, and maybe you can relate to this too, when you become an expert in some kind of topic, you can easily rattle off like a million, you know, 101 basics, kind of like carousel posts or reels that you can make as introductory level, but it's kind of harder to come up with content that would reach people that are further along and that kind of need more high level strategy. So a lot of rambling, Katie, let's bring it back in. The point that I'm trying to get to y'all is I realized that our marketing was only targeting about half of our actual target audience base. And so this is a good reminder that even if you think you have a really good idea of who your target audience and who your target customers are, it can be good to revisit that and really take a you know look at is your content actually targeted towards those people or are you kind of missing out on a certain contingent of who you want to reach? For this new year, we're really adjusting our content to target both beginners and sort of intermediate creators and business owners. Um, Since Creatorly is a service-based business, our end goal is to convert our audience into paying customers, obviously. So now, you know, we want to provide our free value, build a community, develop relationships with our audience, but we also want to help these people um, move along our funnel towards um, services because we obviously truly believe that the services that we're offering is is what's going to help people reach that next level of success that they're looking for. So this has been a really in-depth example um, talking about Creatorly in particular, but hopefully it can kind of shed some light on how important it is for you to start out your kind of 2023 Instagram strategy for your business brand by taking a step back and considering who your target audience actually is and how you want to reach them and what kind of content is going to best do that and whether or not your current content is truly serving all those different contingencies within your target customer base. Once you've considered that strategy, the audience you're reaching and kind of where you are now and you get a benchmark of of what your marketing strategy is currently doing, it's time to move on to our next step, which is really planning out what your new content plan is going to be. So obviously first things first, we had to decide, you know, what type of content we were going to be creating for our audience. Once now we know, you know, who our audience is that we're really trying to to focus on in the new year. So you probably wouldn't be surprised to find out that our main focus within this new content strategy is video, video, video. We're really trying to make our main focus on Instagram reels and stories, but of course, splashing in a couple um, like meme posts on the feed, educational carousel graphics, because those can also be really valuable. So that's kind of the spark notes, but let me walk you through sort of a week in the life of the creatorly Instagram, and then we can dive into how we accomplish all of this. So what I'm about to share here is a strategy that we have planned out for our own Instagram account. And maybe if you're a team as well, you might, you know, copy paste this and adjust it for your own situation. But this is just to give you a sense of, you know, what this can look like for a business brand when you're not trying to um, turn it into a personal brand. Like as the founder, you don't want it to be just completely your face, but you also recognize the need for having some faces on there because, you know, you're you're trying to make video content and you kind of need a human subject for that. So let's walk through 
a week in the life of the creatorly Instagram strategy. So the first section let's talk about is reels. So we decided we would post three reels per week. So Monday, Wednesday, and Friday is our reels posting schedule. And I really wanted to include the entire team just especially in the context of my business as an agency that started out as a solo freelancer. I mean, back in the day, I was just literally doing all the services for my clients myself. And then I slowly built up a team and it shifted into an agency model. So it was important for me to build that right into the marketing because I really want to be clear to our clients that they're going to be working with a team of experts, not just, um, you know, Katie, this girl from YouTube. Um, so I wanted them to be able to see the faces of the people that they might be like jumping on a strategy call with. So we have six folks working at Creatorly, not including myself. And those team members are Shelby, our creative operations officer. We've got Taylor, our YouTube and Instagram specialist. Tanya, our podcast and Instagram specialist. Adema Shoyo, our Instagram specialist. Kitsune, our content creation assistant. And Cass, our video editor assistant. So we've got an amazing team of folks that work um, with our clients on their content in various capacities. Obviously, everybody's got their own kind of specialty, but we do work quite collaboratively as well. So obviously, if we can get each team member to create their own reel, then that can really start to fill out our content calendar. So because each team member has their specialty, uh, we normally like to assign the content to the person that we think would be the best fit for that topic. So we can create content about YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, podcasts and you know being a business owner and what that you know life is like and you know tips and tricks for like admin and all that kind of fits into our niche as well and we like to keep things new and fresh as possible but we also like to plan in advance so that you know everyone on the team has plenty of time to create what they need to create so we normally get these concepts planned out about two weeks in advance and then get them assigned to the team and then have them complete that content the week before it's meant to go live so that Shelby, our uh, creative operations officer, can get that all scheduled out and make sure that it's actually going to hit the feed when it's supposed to. But we'll talk more about the workflow um, specifically in just a little bit. Um, The point is our real strategy is three per week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we've got a whole team contributing to that. The next part of our strategy is graphics. So while, you know, Reels covers three posts per week, which is still a good amount, I like to have some variety in there. So we post a graphic of some sort on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we rotate between just like a simple one image graphic. So imagine something like a checklist, um, maybe like a little chart or some kind of like very visual representation of information. It's just like a one slider. And then we also have the option of doing a graphic carousel, um, which I just kind of created a new refreshed design for that. That's kind of a more minimal approach that I see as being like quite popular right now in terms of uh, what kind of carousels are doing well. So those are kind of what we alternate between. And then we also sometimes do memes. So this could be like a pop culture reference or just like a funny relatable GIF with some kind of like caption or whatever that, you know, might connect to the experience of our audience members. So with these different types of graphics, we tend to only plan these out a week or so in advance so they can be more current and timely if needed. So we can literally just see like what kind of like memes are looking popular right now and then use that as our imagery because you don't want that to feel like stale. Um, I mean, it depends on 
on your audience and stuff like that. But, um, so Shelby from the creatorly team manages this part of the process. And each week her and I jump on a call where we discuss different, you know, thoughts or ideas that could be a good fit for these graphics. And then also our reels content further into the future. So we kind of plan out that content calendar then. And then Shelby just implements on actually creating those graphics and getting them scheduled as well. So that's our feed and reels content. Let's talk about the next major component, which is stories. Now with stories, I think this is one of the most important adjustments to our strategy. And I think this can also be one of the biggest areas where business owners struggle. If you're trying not to just turn your account into like a personal account or a personal brand, this can be where it's kind of difficult to figure out, well, what kind of content can I post on my story? And the thing is staying consistent with stories can truly make a big difference in turning these followers into clients because you're really showing up and kind of giving your community a more personal daily connection to your profile. You can allow them to engage, ask questions and receive answers and interact with the brand on a more one-on-one basis. And it just kind of keeps your brand front of mind for your followers who ideally maybe found you because, you know, they find your content helpful. They're on the journey that your target customer is on, but they maybe haven't even considered yet actually hiring whatever kind of service you are. So in our case, like, you know, YouTube editing, maybe they haven't even thought that they would want a YouTube editor at some point. But if we stay top of mind through appearing in stories and, you know, them seeing our reels and stuff, then when the time comes around that they're ready to hire a YouTube editor, hopefully we're the first, um, you know, option that comes to mind. So last year in 2022, we really struggled with consistency and finding a way to incorporate the team into stories because I really didn't want to necessarily do an Instagram takeover style thing um, by having all kinds of different people log into one account. I think that can be a little bit of a uncertain way to do it. I mean, obviously not that there's like a lack of trust by any means, but I think Instagram can sometimes get a little bit fussy about having a lot of people logged into one account. And I also didn't want team members to feel a need to, you know, be on their phone all day long on the day they're supposed to be posting. Like, you know, there's all these concerns with trying to post in real time as a team. So with those concerns in mind, we've created a system that makes the consistency that we're now aiming for possible. So basically we use a Notion database. Surprise, surprise. My solution for a lot of things is Notion. If you've been listening to this show for a while, you'll know that. Um, But basically this Notion database lives in our team Notion space and team members can upload images and video clips of themselves, literally just like working, living life, whatever. Essentially we consider this like B-roll or like stock photos of our team members. And then we have those all in one place so that Shelby, who is managing the stories, can grab those pieces of media and use them to create our stories. So we will, you know, on occasion when we really want to bring in some expertise or or info from a particular um, expert on our team, Shelby will go ahead and text that person a question to have them, you know, provide a little bit of info on the story. And then she can kind of transpose that into like text or, you know, even have a question go out to our audience. And then as she collects the answers, she might go to somebody from our team to get a really good response to reply back. But ultimately, you know, she's kind of coordinating the content, but sourcing imagery and and videos from our team. So really the best part about this new strategy is that we can also like create and schedule these stories in advance, um, which I know is maybe like a weird thing to consider, but here's the thing. 
if you think about like 90% of your story's content that you put out there, how much of it actually really matters like what time you're doing it at? Like how often are you really sharing the news or like something that is, you know, very timely? Most of the time, most of us are not. Like, you know, if I'm just sharing a photo of me in my like to-do list for the day, it could have been, it could have been my to-do list for yesterday. You know what I mean? Like it's not necessarily completely important that you're posting these things in real time, especially with our creatorly content where we're kind of just sharing tips and tricks and motivation, right? So having this kind of like stock content library from our team allows us to source that media, pair it with some helpful or valuable information and um, batch that ahead of time, which just makes it way easier to be consistent when you're not depending on kind of having the time in real time to post stories when you want to post them. Hey there, I just wanted to quickly interrupt myself to ask you a question. Did you know that me and my team at Creatorly Media have Instagram services? If you've been dreaming of starting or growing your Instagram, but have felt overwhelmed by some of the technical or strategic aspects, like maybe you're not sure how often you should post, what time you should post, what's the deal with hashtags anyway, or maybe you're struggling with editing reels or creating graphic carousels. Well, that's exactly what we are here for. We can help you make your Instagram dream a reality with our professional strategy development or content creation services, or all of the above. If you're ready to start growing a community on Instagram and really seeing results with your personal brand or business, then check out our services at creatorlymedia.com slash services. If you have any questions or want to chat, you can reach out and someone from the Creatorly Media team would be super happy to talk with you about how we can help you with creating your content or developing your strategy for Instagram. We can't wait for you to become a part of the Creatorly Media team. So reach out at creatorlymedia.com slash services. Okay, so with that in mind, let's talk about this workflow in more detail so you can get a sense of like how we really make this happen. So in order to make this strategy work, here is the workflow that takes place the week before the content is scheduled. Okay, so imagine we're doing this right now. Okay, this is going to be for next week's content. So on Monday, the team submits their final draft of their assigned reel obviously assigned, like it's going to be posted the next week, right? Which was assigned to them a week prior. So everybody has a week to work on their reel. They send it in on Monday. On Tuesday, Shelby, who manages the creatorly Instagram and I meet. And within our weekly meeting, we chat about ideas for Instagram graphics, future reels that could be assigned to the team. At this meeting, we also discuss content for this podcast and for our newsletter and um, all of that good stuff. So this is like a full on content, you know, brainstorming session. And one piece of that is the Instagram content. On Wednesday, Shelby goes ahead and creates the two graphics, creates the stories and writes the captions for all five posts and gets them scheduled in later. Then she sends me an email that they're all ready for review. So then on Thursday, I will go in and review all the Instagram content and captions and provide any feedback if if that's necessary. And then once we've gone through that kind of like feedback session, then on Friday, Shelby will review and like make any of those necessary changes. And then everything will be ready to go and posted the following week. So that's kind of our internal workflow. Um, What we have found works for us to kind of keep the feed fresh and also keep in mind This is just what works for us. This is not necessarily what works for everyone. I truly believe that 
batching stuff further in advance is 100% possible if the majority of what you're posting is evergreen content. It's not necessarily required that you are, um, you know, making content on a week to week, more in the moment basis. This strategy has really come into place for us as a team who remember we're working on content for other people. So this is how we've managed to fit in creating our own marketing content in the midst of also like actively creating marketing content for all of our clients. So it's like a little bit meta. So I just say that to say it could look different for you. If you worked with us as a client, it would look a little bit different than this. This is how we've managed to fit our workflow kind of in the cracks where we can find time between doing the main part of our work, which is creating content for clients. So that's just a little disclaimer of why we do it this way. It might look different for you, but hopefully that's just a little bit of insight into, you know, one way of going about um, creating content consistently. So that is our strategy. That is the content that we are posting week to week, and that is how we make it. And I just wanted to take a minute to explain a little bit of the why behind the strategy and, you know, why did we settle in on this particular approach. Really the main part of our strategy is really just sticking with video. Though we do want to have a variety of content and we do include a couple of graphics per week to like have that shot of showing up on the explore page for folks. I really think that reels on Instagram are a great way to engage with your current followers and build a relationship with them. And of course, we all know they also provide an opportunity to show off your personality and tell a story in a way that pictures and graphics just can't. Reels can also help to drive more traffic to your page and increase your reach. They can be used to promote products and services, share tutorials or tips, and even create mini vlogs for the lifestyle creators out there. By creating reels, you can showcase your brand in a unique way and create content that stands out from the crowd. Reels can also help to create a sense of community and connection with your followers as people are more likely to engage with, you know, moving pictures rather than static ones. It's a much more, you know, true analog to real life connection to see a video. So it just feels like a stronger, um, a stronger connection between you and your audience. And stories, uh, like we mentioned, is a big focus of ours, really bring your community members, both new and old, a little closer and keeps them engaged even more after they've already seen your feed content. It really gives you the opportunity to share links as well, share tips and advice that expand on the content that you've already been providing. And it also gives you a chance to learn more about your audience. Stories are the best place to conduct market research through question boxes, polls, just DM replies to learn about what their struggles, questions, or concerns might be. So this is really the rationale behind why we made this shift in our strategy. And I'm super happy with how it is turning out so far. We've already seen a shift in growth and engagement since putting more focus into this content strategy. And I can't wait to see what our results after experimenting over the next few months will be. So if you want a simple way to track all of your content, and this is maybe feeling overwhelming to you, like how am I going to plan all of this out? Make sure you check out my Notion content calendar template. I'm going to link it in the show notes, but it is the exact template that we use as a team to plan out all of our content for the various creatorly platforms, including Instagram, uh, but also YouTube, this podcast, our newsletter, etc. So if you kind of need a starting point for planning all of your content, definitely check out my Notion content calendar 
your template linked in the show notes or katiesteckley.com slash shop. And as always, I hope that this podcast gave you some helpful information, maybe a little bit of an insight into what a business's Instagram content strategy can look like. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.